Everybody's got a to-do list. I have a to-do list. And item number three is make to-do list. Ah, do you get it? Drop off the dry cleaning. Pick up some milk. Here's an idea. Let's have save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. Now that I really do want to do. And the good thing is you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to Geico.com and in 15 minutes you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. I'm doing it. Extra money in my pocket. I want it. It just may be the most rewarding to do you do today. Now Podcast One brings you Spike's Car Radio. A downloadable cars and coffee hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. All right, everybody. Welcome to Spike's Car Radio. Here we are on a Monday. I don't know what day it is for you. I guess it's Wednesday. Um, we're going to post this show right away. we got a good show for you today, Zuckerman. We've got uh, Joe Ravello, who is from Taco Mini Bikes, sitting out there. He's going to come talk to us. Uh, also, we have uh, one of the nominees, uh, ESPY, uh, Sports Awards nominees for Racer of the Year, Best Driver of the Year 2019. Um, Steve Torrance is calling in. Listen to that. Nice. Isn't that great? Steve um, Torrance Steve here. Torrance, he's a drag racer, right? That is a world we know little about. And he's nominated alongside Kyle Bush, our buddy Scott Dixon, and Lewis Hamilton. So uh, amazing company uh, there. Um, good show. Before we get into that stuff, though, uh, I want to promo the Pebble Beach show, Zuckerman. You know, every year I do a Pebble Beach forum. I'm doing two of them this year. Two. Um, on Thursday, 8.15, I've got Adam Carolla. He and I, uh, wow. we're going to go head-to-head up on the stage at the Spanish Bay. Two podcasting <laughs> it's giants. Not, it's less, these four, I'm not sure, I will record these for the podcast, but they're really to benefit charity, and it's part of the Pebble Beach Concours. Uh, Adam's graciously taking time off from his racing that day, and we're going to come and talk about something. But it's Adam, so of course it'll be wildly entertaining and fun. I hope you all come to that, and make sure you get tickets quick, because they do sell out quickly. I'm not even sure if they're up yet, but people have been DMing me about it, so somehow they know about it. Friday, if you miss Thursday, Friday, 8-16, August 16th, I will be with none other than Pat Dempsey and Hurley Haywood and the Porsche factory folks, and we're going to do a Porsche motorsports racing panel with just me, Pat, and Hurley uh, to promote uh, Hurley and Pat's movie, Two. but also just to promote uh, Porsche motorsports, and that's an official Porsche-sanctioned uh, SCR Pebble Beach Concours event. Two so, great events. Those are going to be fun, right? Wow. Yeah. Really? I, I almost wish I could just sit and watch them. Those are a big <laughs> deal. being up big there. Big deal, Ferris. Yeah, and, and the tickets are all, uh, you know, the, the money that they make from the tickets uh, all goes to charity. So it goes to the local Monterey charity so we can feel good about the whole deal. And it gives me a reason to go up and you a reason to come up and Jerry a reason to come up. Zuckerman, before we get into the show, I, I, I've got a lot of updates, so just bear with me and comment as we go. Um you know, I, I opened up my Instagram app the other day and I saw a Spikes Car Radio hat <laughs> in bed Bill's. Now, it's nothing that I sanctioned. It was Bill from the Malibu Kitchen had some hats made. He's having our merch made, which uh, it made me laugh. I was at the taping of a friend's show and, and I went, boy, that's a cool hat. He's counterfeiting. He's like China. It's to- No, he's, he <laughs> realizes there's an opportunity and, you, you know, you and I have, we, we have other jobs this isn't this isn't my only job right do it you know i work in entertainment 90 percent of my week is entertainment and the the big uh, instagram promotional part of my week is the car stuff and everybody thinks i'm only in the car well i'm not i'm I'm in entertainment anyway the hats are beautiful he did a great job with them we're trying to figure that out stop dming me about it we you know all of our shirts are going to run through blip shift we're very happy with that they've got another shirt coming out from monterey car week which I showed you, Zuckerman, but oh, keep yes. it a secret. It's I'm a not good one. Anything. You'll have a chance to get it in a hoodie. A- any any incarnation except for a hat. I guess they don't make hats. And Bill is going to handle the hats. You got to go to the Malibu <laughs> kitchen to get one no, of wait, these. They don't have them yet. Hats. Don't send them yet. They're not. They're not there. They're not done. We only have now. So he explodes and we rage. have the prototypes. But he's he's the old system, right? He wants us to spend a grand buying inventory, and then he's selling it behind the deli counter. Fine. 
whatever, fine. We're going to do that. And it sounds like if you want a Spice Car Radio hat, you got to come visit Bill. That will I happen. That. But I, <laughs> but we, I've been getting messages from as far away as Sweden for that <laughs> because I took a picture of one because I was excited when I saw it. And now, um, and I've made a few tweaks. It said Spice Car Radio on the front, but I'm putting the money on the back Ooh. over this little hole right here. You see that one? Yes. And and Jerry and Bill and I worked out the spelling of the money. How do we spell that? We've never known. D-A-D-A-M-U-H hyphen N-E-Y. Da money. We feel like gets across everything we need to get across. Da Are you money. okay with that? <laughs> I'm very pleased with this. <laughs> so you will be I represented on, on the hat, yes. Zuckerman. Da money. Da money. Speaking of da money, we have to give da money to Joe Ravello today for his what taco mini bike. Cash, yeah, I'm this, waving it around. This is good. Um, I, I have something else I wanted to talk about. Two other things, especially with you. But one. You know, and I hadn't planned on talking about this, but I saw I saw an example of it yet again today on Sunset Boulevard coming here, a Miami Blue Panamera GTS, a beautiful car. The driver had clearly been written up for not having a front license plate. And what he decided to do, Zuckerman, what did he decide to do? I'm going to guess that uh, he had one of these stickers. No, that would have been smart. I forgot about that solution. The little think- sticker of the <clears throat> of a small miniaturized license plate sticker that you paste onto the front of your car. You can get this done. Not many people know that solution, but you're right. That's a great solution. No, this jackass put <laughs> put a pole out of the right side of front of his yeah. bumper with an offset license plate. And I, 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 I'm bringing it up. Because we need to put an end to this right now. And this is, and actually, Porsche is selling this solution. You can get this solution at the dealership. That little post comes out of the tow hole. I don't like it. No, I don't I want, like it either. I want it's it to disturbing. stop. Look, just, me, this is about when you look at the front of a car. Go look at the front of a car right now. You see symmetry, right? You see balance. You see left and and right. And I know what you're thinking. Like, how can I drill a hole in the front of my bumper? And I want you to just trust my experience here for 30 years. I've been here. I've had this ticket. There's no way out of this one. You look so stupid when you put that pole off the side. It looks so bad coming down the road. And if – think about it. You're dry – that's all you're doing is driving this car. And you don't want to drill two holes? And instead, you want to look stupid to everybody? I got a couple of suggestions. No, wait. I just want to finish. It's okay to drill your front bumpers. It's okay. Drill the holes. Put the license plate there. It will be fine. It doesn't look so bad. This 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 worry over drilling a hole. I have Zuckerman, and I think maybe it could even be your tangerine. No, that doesn't have a license plate holder. But no. I have drilled old 911s and put the front plate holder right. on Later it and been, and been fine. Plugs. And the old Ferraris have holes where they came out of the factory where you can put on that bracket. You know, my GTC4, the Ferrari, had a uh, a clasp, custom clasp that someone made behind the grill. But again, it centered the plate, and you could take it off when you showed the car. This this pole out of your cheek of the front of the car has to stop. You look dumb. The only way it looks good is if you're riding a chopper, and then you can have an <laughs> offset license plate. Other than that, you, the only reason to do it this way is so you can get your fix-it ticket signed off, and then you take it off. Then you take it you, off, and right. Then, and then you get another ticket. But it's, it's as bad as, to me, the lift eyebrows. Remember the eyelashes for lift drivers that came out? They put them over the headlights. It just, it's, to me, it's like one of them fell off, and there's just one left. You look so stupid. You've got this Miami Blue Panamera GTS this beautiful car and then this weird pipe hanging out of it i i don't know it's it's making me really angry that that you're making these choices i like it i like that your ocd is flared up really flared up yeah i I, it's upsetting because it's it's an ocd choice not to drill the hole in the bumper right but you just do it get go get your drill I did it to my Range Rover Sport the other day, and I just drilled right into the plastic, put the screws in. Guess what? No tickets. Nobody says anything. Nobody cares. But I don't look stupid. 
I don't look stupid, and your Panamera is not going to be worth anything anyway, so <laughs> drill a bunch of holes in it. Ah, that makes me laugh. <laughs> drill a hole right into the door yes. and put it right on your driver's yeah, we're talking side about door. wasting your time, picking fly shit out of pepper. Yeah, my, <laughs> I admire your choice, sir, in Beverly Hills, the Miami Blue Panamera GTS, but not your choice. Anyway, Zuckerman, I'm going to ruin your life right now, and, and, and I feel bad about it because you're in a good mood. I can tell you're happy. You were traveling this weekend. I was in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. I expected you to be angry that you were traveling this weekend. But I was you've, angry. You've arrived happy. Why? Well, okay. There was a moment. I'm in Cherry Hill, and it's like imagine this: the whole place looks like Catella Boulevard. I know that place. Yeah. It's just one long strip mall that goes on forever on various routes and turnpikes, but. I am skinny there. I am a skinny person. Everyone there is a fat fuck. They're ginormous. It's like size triple XL Tommy Bahama shirts to cover up wow. your, your beer keg of a stomach. And so I was like, hey, take a look at me. I was like, check me out. Wow. Now, it wouldn't last because the food there is delicious and leaves you hungry. You can have a 5,000 calorie meal and be hungry in 10 minutes after it's done. So within 30 days, I'd be wearing a triple XL Tommy Bahama shirt to cover my stomach. But for the moment I was there, I was skinny. Wow. That yeah. must have been nice. It was very nice. Now, trust me. I uh, want to move there. Even if I was fat, I'd still have more game than most of the people there. But <laughs> I don't know. New Jersey's pretty tough. You know, Wally lives n nearby, right? In Livingston, yeah. New Jersey, my brother. It's, we should do a show there and just comment on the people. It would be cruel. It would be mean, but it would be a lot of fun. Why, why are, you know, with that, and it's often been uh, joked about for decades, but why, with such proximity to New York City, why are the New York I, – I, sometimes I look at New Yorkers and I listen to them and I think, you know, if you told me he was from New Jersey, I might just believe that too, Here's right? The deal. Is it just the label? New York's like a drain and it, and it pulls in all of the water. And just like in your tub, there's a little eddy where like all of the scum and the hair gets stuck <laughs> over on the side and it doesn't get pulled down. It doesn't – it is not influenced. It's right. stuck over there. Mm. Foam, and that's New Jersey? That's New Jersey. <laughs> now, I will tell you, the, the food's fucking delicious and the people are very nice. Don't people get me wrong. People are always the, great. Whenever I visit Wally nice. and Livingston, I but love it there. It's, I, I it's saw lovely. Like, people coming in. They're large. They're happy. They're going to sit down for a giant steak meal with big fried onion rings mm. and then finish it off mm. with lava cake and an ice cream sundae. And, every, and they're grossly obese, but they're happy. They've been to the husband and wife have been to the same beauty parlor. They have the same helmet hair. Um, it's, uh, it's just one of those places. Wow. Well, that's good, Zuckerman. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Well, why now, were you there? What well, you my doing? mother lives there now. She is. My mother got pulled out of New York City to live close to my sisters because she's ailing and she's getting older. So that's that's a good place for them. Come here, Paulie. How you doing, son? Does she talk like that? No, but she give me the money, Paulie. There's a little bit. She's get a, your own money, ma. She's stay a, away from me. She's a refined lady, but you can imagine <laughs> I packed really light for the weekend, and so on Sunday. I was wearing the same thing she saw me in on Saturday. Right. And she said, hmm, didn't pack too much, did you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's just a very East Coast It's good way. to see you too, Ma. Yeah. Smack. Yeah. Don't you hit me, Ma. You didn't, Shut up, son. Yeah. You didn't overpack, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for our moms. Well... Not to stress you uh, even more. I drove a car. Uh, Mr. Seinfeld was in over the yeah. weekend. Um, that's, that's what's going to ruin my world. We were gifting him uh, our uh, gift, which uh, that's why Joe Ravello's here. We're going to get into that in a minute. But um, while I was there, I drove a car, this uh, this 4Cam Carrera 2 GS cab, I believe. Um, and he, he had that car with an excellent restore by the name of... Jim Rinker. That was with Jim Rinker. Now, he said, why didn't you guys respond? He texted us a picture. I didn't even know he had this car, and I wasn't sure what I was looking at, and then I was off doing something else. But the car, I, I drove it, Zuckerman. I drove this car. It's, now, it's, tell uh, me, this is the last Carrera 2 Cabriolet ever made? Yes. And I swear he, he said it was shit? a 65, but I thought they stopped, like stopped making it in 64. Did they, did they make them in 65? 
okay, you know. And it's dolphin gray with a navy blue interior. Is that what color it is? You know, I thought it was. I couldn't really tell in the picture, so I'm going to text it's, him. It's a, it's a it's a it's a gray. It's a beautiful gray. I'm glad that neither of us caught it and <clears throat> responded because that's you know it, it's rare for you know Jerry has these little things and uh, it's it could be dolphin gray with a blue top, but it's nice for us to inadvertently ignore his victory. Well, <clears throat> I get in it, Zuckerman. Uh, I immediately noticed the way the doors closed. <laughs> Did they close perfectly? It didn't even. It was so smooth and clunk. It, it was the Did whole it make this that car. Ding? It no, it didn't. It was even better. It was beyond ding. And the four cam is so fully sorted in this car. The car is so intoxicatingly beautiful in and out. And then when I drove it, I lost my mind. Just imagine. I know. This I'm, is hard. You have to describe my reaction. It's miserable. Yeah, you're, his head is in his hands, and it's painful. And I said to Jerry, I go, I'm very happy Zuckerman's not here, because I'm going to be depressed for a good 24 hours. This is what? It's probably a million-dollar car, right? Easy. No, maybe more. When you drive it, it's so perfectly sorted and modern you know compared to the speedsters of the in, right. in the late 50s yeah. you notice the 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 window crank that's that perfectly rolls down and up the window development of the 350 <clears throat> but suckerman this car is so what jim renker did to it it's it's so perfect I, you couldn't if you drive this you won't be able to live without it it is it is a perfect summer vacation uh, it's a perfect one car collection. It's a perfect everything. And then, you know, at the end of it, we you know, I was, we were at the airport. I pulled it in in front of the hangar and I said, let's turn the radio on. And the radio didn't go on, right? Thank God. And I went, thank God. Exactly. Thank God something's not right. And as I opened the door, the radio turned on and Jerry goes, oh, yeah, yeah the tubes, they need, to, they need to warm up. <laughs> and I went, fuck, it's perfect. It was a car delivered perfect. Do you know how rare that is? Rinker does what one car at a time He's, he works out of his garage where, and his wife sells birds right <laughs> she does yes if you Rinker call, birds if you call to the house to speak to jim you will get an answering machine <laughs> the wife's voice she's got a charming you know like charming lady and you can hear birds squawking in the background and apparently she sells birds and he and he does one car at a time and they live like east county so i think in east san diego county somewhere and they've got this little this little gig going she's wow. got the birds he's got the porsches so these cars began uh let's see 1963 and sold for close to five grand that's a lot of money a lot of money. But the Carrera 2 has the most advanced 4-cam engine that they put in a 356, barring yes. the occasional 904 Do you know engine. what that cost originally when you wanted to upgrade to the Carrera 2 engine? What, it cost an extra $1,000? <laughs> no, an extra $2,900, above the price of the S90. That is a lot of money. And, Zuckerman, these are birthier cars for us. I mean, you can't... This is the first thing I've driven without a top that it made me go, I will throw my Speedster into a crusher for this. It's just, you get in it, it's just perfection, Zuck. And all can I'm going to say can is- Can we I'm get just, this out of him? Huh? Can we get this out of him? No, he's, uh, he, I don't think we're going to get much out of him a anymore. I think he's a little, uh, I think he's a little leery about giving stuff over and giving stuff back. Really? Because he wants, he's, he seems to be in a mood where he wants the stuff back. <laughs> well- <laughs> Is that is is that in reference to anything I sold in particular? No, no, not not at all. No, it's just uh, he was coveting Bill's uh, VW bus down uh, down there. Does he trying want to get that the Tangerine back. RS back? I think if you offered that to him, he would say no. But if you said, "Hey, do, should we?" I don't think that should ever leave our circle. Never. Let me put it that way. I wouldn't. And he's got a great RS. But, you know. If, if we said what? The three of us share it together? That was his last proposition. And I said, what, what's the point of that? We're already sharing it now. Zuckerman will let us drive it. He's very he's a very generous guy. We can drive it whenever we want. Do you want it? I'll, he'll throw it in your hangar for two weeks. <laughs> no, that's fine. I think he just likes to know he can get it back. And Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway.
It's uh, it's just the beginning of the summer, and here we are. In Spike's I think he's going to go on a major acquisition binge. On Spike's Car Radio, getting overheated about cars. It's funny. It's a seasonal thing, this is, Zuckerman. I you know how it. it feels in the fall yes. and the winter. The whole market's Spring falling time. apart. Springtime. Now it's summer, and we're all car crazy. All Will car Hoyt, crazy. are you listening? Will Hoyt, finish my speedster. <laughs> he's not listening. But Will Hoyt is responsible for our next guest on the podcast, Joe Ravello, who's going to be coming here, uh, walking in in a moment to talk about taco mini bikes. We'll be right back with Spikes Car Radio. Let me tell you something. Did you know most people have no idea whether or not the motor oil they're using is good enough to protect their engine? Everybody's driving around not even caring about what's going on under the hood. Only one brand literally goes the extra mile to test everything, including ensuring they're the right motor oil for your car. And I'm talking about Valvoline. That's right, Valvoline is the only motor oil brand in the world with an engine lab completely dedicated to testing motor oil. Valvoline takes their products and their competitors, I might add, and runs them through the gauntlet. I'm talking thousands of miles. Then the engineers and technicians take those engines apart to evaluate exactly what happened. Please don't try this at home. Trust that Valvoline has done it for you. Was there carbon buildup? How did the seals hold up? Did the engine perform like it was supposed to? And most importantly, were the critical engine components protected? You don't know, but Valvoline does. So when Valvoline is formulating motor oil for your engine, they know exactly how it performs and what protects it best because they've seen the results firsthand. It's why I trust Valvoline in my car, and it's why Valvoline has been trusted for more than 150 years. Head over to Valvoline.com slash spike to see what product is right for your engine. That's Valvoline.com slash spike. You're listening to Spike's Car Radio. All right, we're back. You know, if you were live in the, uh, in the 60s, you might have had your first two-wheeled experience on a little metal frame with a Briggs and Stratton motor. Um, we're talking mini bikes. And uh, John, uh, Zuckerman and I were chatting with John Wilhoyt a while back, and uh, he mentioned something. He said uh, frijoles and taco mini bikes. <laughs> he said he couldn't we even went... afford it. He was so poor, <laughs> he couldn't get a taco. He had to have a frijol. <laughs> and we said, and the, 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 the show just screeched to a halt. And we, we like, said, what? What are, you, what are you talking about? Tacos, frijoles, and this whole world of mini bikes that I believe were advertised in the back of comic books. And I, suddenly it all came fly, flying back into my head in, in the Spider-Man and the Richie Rich comics and that little, and even the Sears and Robux mini bikes. Well, out here in the West Coast, there was a mini bike uh, company called Taco Mini Bikes. They were uh, founded by uh, a fella by the name of, what's his name? John, John Steen. John Steen, right, who was a uh, protege of a fella named Steve McQueen and Bud Eakins. This is uh, right around the time that you and I were born, Zuckerman. They yeah. created mini bikes called the Taquito, the Burrito, the Frijole, and they did so uh, between the years 1963 and 1971. The golden age of mini <clears throat> the bikes. Golden age. It was. And then our next guest, Joe Ravello, who's sitting here with us right now, decided to be an entrepreneur, and he said, you know what? I'm going to make these things right now. I'm going to sell them to people here in the United States. And guess what? He's here in our studio to tell us how we did that. Joe, how are you, my friend? Great. Good it's, to be here. It's nice to have you here. Um, Joe and Zuckerman and I have been talking over the last two months because uh, Joe built a custom taco mini bike for Jerry Seinfeld's 65th birthday. <laughs> With a special taco mini bike seat with a 65 on the back, <laughs> serial number 009. Um, I, I drove the bike yesterday. I rode it. And you got my email a day late. I got your email on how to start it and, and everything. It was so easy to start that, oh, good. that my nine-year-old started it. Jerry wanted uh, James to start it up. Two pulls, boom. And he's a little guy, right? He could, bar he could barely do it. It just jammed right on. And... Uh, these things are fast. They now, are. Now, I didn't know that till I read your instructions at the bottom. It said, put a helmet on and be careful. It's not a <laughs> mini bike like a mini bike. Lean forward over the front. This thing took off. And I'm guessing what you built for Jerry is not also the normal, normal engined uh, mini bike either. So the, the package that, that we built for Jerry, yeah. um, 
people can get that. Okay. We did some of the trivia things, you know, the 65, the 009. Right. Um, kind of in honor of the show and, and him and what you were looking for for the gift thing. Yes. But, but, but the bike itself, um, it's got a Predator 212 motor. A Predator. <laughs> um, I'm telling you. It's like a drone. It's going to blow it's, you out of the water. You know I have – I've almost eaten shit twice on a mini bike in the last three weeks. My Coleman was not working right, and Sonny Nutter's got it, but it, it wasn't going, and then suddenly it just took off, and, it, and my kids are laughing, and I almost killed myself. And then this thing, the same, the same thing. Before we get into that bike, because I feel like we're getting – I've taken us ahead of where we are. Okay. When – when did you start this company and why? Well, not to go too far back, but as a kid, um, I grew up with mini biking. And, and my, where was that? Here? In Yeah, in Southern California, Norwalk, California. Got it. Um, and at that time, my parents were very encouraging of me, very competitive. They um, We raced. They wanted me to race motorcycles. So as a young kid, um, <laughs> my dad and I, we all – it was a family thing and we raced. Fortunately, we won a, in one of our cars, we won a national championship in 74. But were you racing? Yeah. yeah were we, Pardon me? Were you racing dirt bikes? Were yes. We, yeah. So did you know Sonny Nutter? I have Sonny Nutter very well from, from Speedway. <laughs> Everybody knows Sonny well, Nutter. So, but, but I grew up with Kelly. Listen, it's a small world. Um, and, and, uh, Kelly and Sean Moran grew up right behind me. Sonny Nutter was from Speedway fame. Mm-hmm. I was at Friday Night Speedway at Costa Mesa every Friday night for years. I can go there right now and see the same guys standing wow. in turn two. Wow. So it's um, and how old are you when you're starting racing? And why were your? I, parents, I was thirteen. You were thirteen, and why did your parents encourage that? When most parents are saying, "Stay off these." Well, things? there was two types of parents. There were those who said, "You're going to kill yourself." Maybe mine wanted me to kill myself. I don't know. But <laughs> but my mom and dad were very encouraging. Let's go out and race and win. Wow. And so, did your mom and dad also ride? My dad did. Your dad did. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But my mom, my mom just, no. And they're still alive, kicking around, doing great. And, and what kind of bikes was your dad riding? Um, Off-road we, or? Yes. We run to dirt. Uh, wow. the motocross. That's great. Yeah. Wow, what a dad. Right? Imagine that, Suckerman. Yeah. These, these were the people I was jealous of, you know? This, well, was, <laughs> this is why I wanted to move to California. I wanted a dad. Yes. I wanted a dirt bike ride. I wanted yeah. to do and all that. Currently with Taco, there are only two types of people who want one. Those kids whose parents wouldn't let them have one. Right. And those who had one and want another one. Right, right. So that's, that's just I'm the way in it in that goes. category. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that's, that's the way it works. So so. so so they, so again, that's racing motorcycles. Where does Taco figure into this? So by the time I got into into racing, um, mini bikes were have be, kind of could become extinct. I mean, mm-hmm. they were a subculture, but but as anything, it's kind of like the horse and buggy being replaced by cars and, and mm-hmm. going on and on. Same thing with the mini bike. The mini bike, the Taco, was replaced by the Honda Mini Trail. Right. Mini Trail was replaced by the Mini Enduro. The Mini Enduro by the XR75. And from there on, it was off to the races to what we see today. Right. So I've got three boys. My buying taco was, I wanted one. I didn't want a company. I just wanted one. (laughs) (laughs) This is good. I like it. So what happened was my three little boys, they had little KTMs, KX65s, Kawasaki's. And I had a little collection of bikes that I had in my garage that, I had when I was a kid, and I'd bought and restored, and and I said, you know, I'm missing a a mini bike, and and my youngest said, well, like what we have, Dad. I go, no, no, you guys have real motorcycles; they're just right. small, right, right. No, mine. And so we went on, of course, of all places, eBay, looked up talk, and I and I said, that's what I what I had, and they go, wow, that's cool. So I started calling guys or emailing guys online about tacos and. And some guy said, you know, I think the company's for sale. Now, What go- year is this? Uh, 06. 06. Okay. So the company's for sale, but they stopped making bikes in 71? Well, I'm going to tie in Sunny Nutter to this. <laughs> um, okay. This is insane. So <laughs> yeah. a good friend of mine, um, Gene Woods. Yeah. Do you know? I don't. Okay. No. Rick okay. Woods. They're all national champions. Speedway. They're <laughs> all very close friends. Gene had resurrected Taco. Some 20 years ago. Okay. Approximately. And he had it for a short time and then sold it to a gentleman in Texas who the gentleman in Texas, I don't think, realized really what, what he had. Yeah. So I think he took something and then, and just, it just crashed and burned. Mm-hmm. 
But it's a distinctly Southern California phenomena, Taco. Would you known say th- so? But, but known th- yes, known throughout the country, though. Yes, but that but here was its birthplace, its roots. A- its, Alhambra. Yes. So, so how does Sonny Nutter tie you to this? <laughs> well, no, no. Well, the only point is Gene Woods, the <clears throat> gentleman who resurrected yeah. it, okay. w- is very close friends with Sonny Nutter. Got it. I'm just saying that there's a... So it's so it's in Texas. It's going nowhere. It went nowhere. It went nowhere. Um, I finally some gentleman says, "Hey, I, I think there's a gentleman in Texas who has it. And I think he wants to sell it." <laughs> I go, "Well, okay." So I. So what? You, what exactly are you buying at that point? Just the name? Or yeah. Is there for the most part, I bought the the name uh, and trademark, the, the legal uh-huh. the, through the USPTO. Okay. Um, and some fixtures, and that was it. I bought it. I bought a. Um, I bought the uh, the legal rights to the to the. Bike to the brand. I got it. Okay. There's no parts. There's no machine tools. There's no. I got. Some, I got some old fixtures that needed to be redone, and um, and that's where it started. So it, you can just start making these bikes, and that's how it goes. And now, take us through. I'm, I'm guessing the lineup isn't that big, right? You've got the go through the models. So I know you got, have the littlest guy is the Frijole, right? Correct. So okay. the Frijole. Yep. <laughs> which get, is which is a kit comes in kit form. Right. People will, could build that. But I looked at that on the website. If you, it's tacominibikes.com, right? And yes. the, the, there's no engine with that kit. Like I was going to order one cuz you know my little guy lost his mind when he saw this build and was like, "Why are you giving something to the world's richest comedian? Why am I not getting this?" Yes. <laughs> right? Good question. And yeah. then I thought the the bike you made is just way too fast for him, but I want a Frijole. So how how do you build that for a whole well the do you order a, you would order it as a kit and, and for the most part we tell people when they get that one it's probably for a more experienced builder only in the sense that you've got to understand um what motor you're going to use what brake system you want to use certain right. things whereas the next model the 22 right it's a kit form and it's it's it can be bought um assembled or as a kit okay and and I could Which put my nine, my nine and eleven year old on it. Yeah, you'd put a little. And the, and Briggs has come out with a new motor. Are these original designs? Did you somehow get the plans for the old stuff? How how does this relate to the original? So stuff? the twenty two is for the most part identical to what was built in the sixties. How did you uh, did you have plans or no you, no <clears throat> we just we just I reverse we engineered. Old, yeah, we get old frames, you know, and and. Um, and just went from there. Yeah, we yeah. just engineered the it. taquito. They have a taquito, <laughs> a burrito. Is there a refried beans? What about chimichanga? No, no, chimichanga. <laughs> no chimichanga yet. No. What the Spikes Car Radio chimichangas are coming? We right. could design that. Can we design one that shoots flames out of it? <laughs> this one that Jerry has kind of does. It's so fast. So you bring you bring these back. Um, who buys them? Like, you know, it, the funny thing, it's so funny because I'm in this mini bike world because I just got this Coleman six months ago. Sorry. And you ride it once. And you, what? He's so sorry. I know. It's horrible. Right. You, you know, I, it's like to it me. It serves a purpose. Though. You does. know what it's like? It's like driving a Weber grill from Home Depot mm. on wheels. That's what it feels like. You just stick with the grills. Don't make mini bikes. Yeah. But whatever. It, it It's fun. And you go for a ride and you blast off and you come back. And they did the same thing on yours. And you go. This is amazing, but what am I? What's my usage for this? Because I live in the city, right? So wh- when someone's buying these things, if I, if I were at, at my friend's joint in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, I go, well, now I've got I've got what I need. At the airport, we're like, well, this is a perfect kind of Santa Monica airport conveyance to go back yeah. and forth from yes. office to hangar. Yes. What do your buyers do with these bikes? Because um, <clears throat> damn, they're fast. <laughs> it's they do everything and every person on every walk of life mm-hmm. buys them mm-hmm. we're shipping four right now that were ordered out of the the embassy out of the dc for the uae right <laughs> so we don't know what their plans are but but they're, there are tacos they're, in they're the pretty UAE. far away from alhambra <laughs> yeah. right? um you know what there um a lot of people will buy them f- um because they ride them in their communities i mean right. um just around their private tracks are people these street legal? In they're, not street legal they're not no. street legal. Although the odd thing is, is you see people riding them, and the cops don't do anything. But I'm not, I'm not condoning, it, right. but it's odd. Right. But well, they're not yeah. street legal. They never were back then. They're <clears> the same <throat> as they are then as they are now. They're just, they're not. They're so. But. So this bike you uh, built for Jerry is probably the most um, original spec, right? It's it's royal purple metal flake, which is what the original bike well, came. Well, the. This bike here, the one that Jerry has, is 
by far the most popular. Right. And it's a, it's a newer design. One we developed about eight years ago, seven years ago. But that's the period correct color for it, yeah. right? Well, it is a color that, that we – that purple is the – is the color known on tacos. Okay. Um, the color that was on the original bikes back in the 60s was the Plum Crazy Purple. Plum Crazy Purple. Yeah, which is on the... Uh, was it on the... the Roadrunners and yes. stuff. <laughs> yes, yes. And you know what? When we did those couple, honestly, it... Didn't look right. It it just didn't... It's the dull. Color that, it's too dull looking. Absolutely. Yeah. So the color that you have when it's out in the sun, it just... Yeah. It's purple. No, when you look at this... we When we looked at this bike, I felt like I was 12 years old again. Like, I, it, and I was guessing, you know, that's what your buyer is thinking when they see these things. You're, you're buying a piece of your childhood back and something you may not have gotten as a kid. And so, when you get on it, you feel like that, Zuckerman. There's, it's unreal. Yeah, there was a guy in my neighborhood, Ricky LaFond, had one of these, and he was the cool LaFond. kid. Ricky LaFond. <laughs> hey, that's Ricky LaFond's coming. And he was like, you know, he might have been. That's funny. I uh, had one, too. Ricky Freitas. Right. <laughs> but yeah, two we Rickies. Like, I was eight. He was nine. And he was like, he's cool. He's got a mini bike. Yeah. And, and, and my parents were not letting me anywhere near no something way. like that. And I wanted to be Ricky LaFond. Yeah. And uh, that's, yeah. Well, tell, to... tell us about this these these specs here uh, before I'm going to try to pull them up. But it, this is not your average mini bike motor, right? Is it too? No, and and the bike that that you have that Jerry has is not your average mini bike mini cycle. It's just not. Um, and the bike is constantly evolving. We're constantly trying to improve it. Um, the bike from the f- when we. F- first designed it mm-hmm. to where it is today has changed a lot like when i don't know what jerry thought when he opened um the thing and saw it sitting there okay so i he was playing vegas right. uh saturday night right and then i knew he would fly and get in around midnight right and i positioned it by his door where he comes into his hangar so when he opened the door yes. it would be sitting there yeah. under a light with a little card on it that said happy 95th birthday <laughs> <laughs> right. dopey little cvs birthday card joke and it had he just went you know wtf what am I looking at? And sent us both a text that night. Oh my God, it's of him amazing. sitting on it. And um, and the following morning, we went for a drive and we, we, we showed up there around noon and we started the thing up and drove it. And he lost his mind. We both lost our minds. It's it's an incredible uh, and powerful little it, it is device that, that rides like a real motorcycle almost or as fast as but one. But you've got a great mini bike seating position, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's the look over the handlebars bent right. up like this, and the little tire. It's decept. It's deceptively uh, comfortable, but you know. And as he blasted off down uh, Santa Monica along the runway, I went. I turned to James and went, "Well, we got to find a helmet for this guy." Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. I, mean, I didn't know it went that fast. And in and it it goes. So on that particular bike, it's it it the motor that's on it is probably the most popular motor in the country. Um, Which is what? It's the Predator 212. Okay. And who who makes that? It actually comes out of Harbor Freight. Um, And we were building the bikes originally with Hondas. Mm -hmm. And you can't – Hondas, everything great. But the the cost and the performance, um, the nod went to the Predator. Um, It's just uh, – And what's the horsepower? Take us through – So it's six and a half horsepower stock. But on Jerry's How bike, much? six and a half. That's it? Yeah. But what we've done with Jerry's is we've put the uh, – it's stripped. When you get it, it's going to be a black square cube. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you notice, Jerry's is – we've dismantled We've taken it all apart. On his right side, we, we had the shroud uh, painted to match the bike, purple. Mm-hmm. We've chromed the recoil. Mm-hmm. On the left side, we chromed the clutch cover that says taco on it. Mm-hmm. We, <laughs> have a, so we, have, we have a custom 11-inch – tank that sits on top of them where we make the brackets of tanks that's beautiful it's this chrome tank that's uh, cylindrical in shape and it's right there between your legs it's yeah. nice suck them in. we've got a our uh, intake chromed intake manifold right with a 22 millimeter cootie and a and a cannon air filter we've got a unifilter um, what's up with the exhaust? Oh, that's one of our, that's our Stinger exhaust system. That's wow. It's, it's kind of everything's <clears throat> named the way you want it to be, particularly when you're a kid. Yeah, you, you just can. stare at this thing yeah, and you lose your mind. It's got a Stinger exhaust, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, it does suck. We, that's what yeah. we were saying. We we're like, what? We didn't know it was a Stinger exhaust. We were just staring at it going, that is the coolest exhaust we've ever seen. Now, keep in mind, this thing is arriving at the same time as the 4Cam, by the way. Right. And it's <laughs> stealing all the attention, That this little mini bike. Isn't that crazy? You know, Think about that. I'm going to tell you, when we did um, Chip Foos, right. the name drop, called me and said, hey, let's do a mini bike for his son, which he never got to his son. It stayed with him. Um, but we brought that bike to SEMA. And he goes, you need to come out here because I want you here with the bike and all and talk. And it's got out on front of his thing two probably $1 million cars that he hand built. And I'm telling you, um, people were swarming around this little mini bike and they and they forgot about the cars. It was it's it, it's yeah. because it's so small. I don't know what it is. It's just yes. It's it, it, it's a coolness evocative. To it. it reminds us. Is, did this become a full time job for you? Well, yeah, it, it had. Be, I dedicated more time to. I'm a real estate broker by profession. That's what I've done my whole life. Um, but it has kind of taken over things. Yeah, right. So a real estate broker, Zuckerman. He's in real estate and he ends up with tacos. Mm. I don't. I don't. I don't see these two things as alike. They don't make sense to no, me. The, in, no, there's no Venn diagram. The they second don't I had overlap. You, no, <laughs> the second I had you on the phone, I was like, "Of course, you're the mini bike guy. You're the taco mini bike guy." <laughs> well, we we want to help you sell these because they're the greatest thing in the world. But how many of these can you crank out? You know, because I already already I. I need to get another one. I need one for me. <laughs> he needs one. Well, so, so you you would want the Frijoli is cool, but the for your your sons, your kids, you really would want a, the twenty two. Yes, um, Paul, you you got to get a hundred. You got to get the big boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not you'll lose it when you drive this. Thing. Only because if it. you sit on a twenty two, right, you're on a mini bike. Well, what colors can we get in these? Any things? color you can, your mind can imagine. Really? Yeah. And what are your most popular colors? Because um, orange, like the Schwinn orange well, crate, is that's pretty huge. Neat. Purple. I mean, excuse me, that's hugely popular. Okay. Orange is probably the besides purple, probably the most popular color. Yeah. 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 That would be good. Wow. Yeah. That, well. Anything sixties, right? <laughs> and we're bringing back the sixties with these colors. Now, would this be? Would I going to the hundred? Am I losing the mini bike experience? Am I oh. going too far? No, 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 no. Because what we did was we kept the look of the taco. It's a taco, right? Um, but um, like Spike said, when you sit on it, it's deceiving because you're a big guy. Right. If you sit on a twenty-two, you're going to feel like you're on a mini bike. You sit on the one hundred, and it's oddly comfortable. Right. I mean, it's it. You don't feel like you're on a mini bike. You're kind of somewhere between a motorcycle and a mini bike. So. Yeah, how much is that going to set me back? They start at nineteen ninety five and can go as much as four thousand. Right. And you pick the options. So wow, right? They're they're amazing. Zuckerman. Now, for Jerry, if we need to get him a helmet, can we get it painted the same color? <laughs> He's got helmets. I but, just, but I'm just I just want we need to get one on his head. I, but at I'm that wondering. Moment. Yeah. That, but if you're going to drive the taco that's in this in the purple, would the purple helmet with the same? Oh, mid- absolutely. We are. When he came back, I said, "Look, let's get to work on eBay getting you a '60s purple helmet open." Could face. you do the? Could Joe? Could you do the helmet? Um, it, we could probably work on. I would contact some people I know through, and maybe we could hook up with Troy Lee. Who's that? Oh well, huge name in in the world of uh, Troy Lee Designs. But somebody like that, we could probably have them do the helmet, the paint to match, and everything. We could look into that. Right. This is good. Wow, this is amazing. And there's no uh, there's no plans to get into go karts, right? You're not. No, we get we get some, but no, honestly, this is hard enough as it is. <laughs> let's ruin his life. Let's, yeah, no, let's it's, get a list of everything we didn't have in the '60s and get Joe to fulfill now, it. Well, this is like I'm thinking back to that really horrible version in the Sears and Roebuck catalog. Yes. Remember we were talking to Pat Dempsey about unicycles. Right. Sears and Roebuck made everything right, yeah. and they also had the go kart, and they had that horrible mini bike. But not, nothing that looks like this and nothing that rides like the taco that he's building right here. Well, you, really wish, you wish when you were a kid you had something <clears throat> that looked like – there was nothing that looked right. like. You, right. No one could touch you in this thing if you had this as a kid. The tacos they made back then were not like these. These well, things – how do you – here's another question I had for you after I wrote it. Are, are you uh, – it, it appears that you're wary about the hot parts of the exposed motor too. Like at no point did I feel like my legs were going to burn off on this thing if I wore shorts. That's why you have. Well, there's nothing there that well, t- is exposed that that. So on the left side, right. your clutch is covered by that chrome cover. Right. On the right side, there's really nothing that's hot because the the carburetor the intake manifold. None of that gets hot. The only thing that 
would get hot would be the exhaust, which is tucked up underneath the seat on yes. the left side of the bike. Right, right. Um, and the motor's pretty well contained in the middle of the bike, so there's nothing now, there. Why was it? Why was it uh, double chain driven? Why did you have the drive shaft connected to two? You know, the chain a jack shaft. The, yeah. So we've got the clutch going to. Um, well, there's a shaft in what we call a jack shaft, which okay. is a pivot point in the bike. Um, unlike a motorcycle, it, it, it's required because the in order for there to be suspension in the rear, mm-hmm. we had to put the jack shaft in there. Okay. Because um, if the if the chain were on the rear sprocket, we, I'd love to do that. But if the chain were going from the clutch to the rear sprocket, um, when you when the bike would um, when you'd hit some. The chain would loosen, right, mm-hmm. and then and and it could chance it back fall. in the day. So you've got a rear suspension on the taco. Oh, it's full suspended, front so, and rear, <clears throat> so front and rear. So it's not like a, like an old Harley hard uh, hardtail. No, 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 no. no. It's amazing. It, now, it, was the original taco did it have suspension? The, well, if you want to call it that, I mean, they it, everything back then was all relative. You know, um, not like what's on there today. Right. Everything like on Jerry's bike. The handlebars are chrome molly. Mm-hmm. We 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 CNC our own handlebar clamps. We everything on that bike for the most part. We make most of it. The uh, we use Motion Pro controls. Um, our cables are custom made by Flanders. Everything is done really well for the bike. Ned Flanders. Ned Flanders. And it's <laughs> Ned got Flanders. this. Look, there you go. It's got the little stand that you lift the bike up and put it on. Wow. I am so look blown away. Look at how away. beautiful this so is, that's Zuckerman. Not, is that 100? Is that one? That's the 100. Oh, okay. And that's just a model name. It's- now, Zuckerman, look at the exhaust right there. Look that's at That's the stinger. Look at the gas tank, the chrome tank. I mean, it's it's so shiny. This thing is just, you just, <laughs> and look what's right behind it, a 935. Right? Okay, no, And no. it's equal, it's, it's the same kind of eye candy. You're looking at both. Uh, Joe, were you known for your aesthetics in life? You don't, like, how did you get good at making something cool looking? Did this, you always have a flair for design? Well, I, I wouldn't say that. I've, I've worked with some people that have helped me a lot with that. But what's happened, I've got a partner, Dave Robinson, who's great. Mm-hmm. And we collaborate a lot on things. And this bike, like I said, it, it's constantly evolving into what it is. It wasn't didn't look like that at all seven or eight years ago. It's constantly – it's evolved to that. Do your kids, do your kids <clears throat> like the taco? They love taco. Are they <laughs> love taco. How old are they now? 24, 26, 28. Are they involved in any way? Well, they're involved. If I need them, they're there, but they're all busy with work and school. Right. But, but they're um, uh, my youngest, um, Sean. And actually, they're all, if they're needed. And Is they somebody, like Are them. they committed to taco going into another generation? <laughs> they, <laughs> we, we, I don't know about that. Um, I don't know. If, it, it takes a little bit of lunacy <clears throat> to do this. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's a passion. It's a passion well, that's project. That's what's fun about it. But lunacy. That's the whole mini bike thing. Is lunacy. It's all craziness. I really, you know, you're buying back a piece of your childhood when we weren't worried about safety. When we were just, yeah. and I'm not saying it's unsafe, but we just had different values. There's a very right? good. There's a very good customer of mine out in uh, Scottsdale. Um, and when you say that, you're implying he buys more than one well, taco he's, mini bike. He yes. is. Uh, chip back very well. How many, how many? Who is your biggest collector of tacos oh, and how many does he have? I would probably – there's a couple of them, but they've got seven of those. Seven. seven. I yeah. want to meet this, the taco collectors. This is excellent. He's got oh, six figures of tacos well, in the garage. But the, and he eats a Taco Bell. But yeah. the gentleman who's in Scottsdale, he just got – he's got his new – um, um, uh, Ford GT paid half a million dollars for it. Of what, course, twenty seventeen. No. Yeah, um, and he couldn't wait to get this. And I'll take all he talks you about see is what's this. Yeah, because it scratches the same itch. It does. It does. Well, it does. Yeah. And he says it takes you from zero to ten in five seconds. <laughs> right. <laughs> and now the foremost Porsche collector in the world has one in his garage, thanks to you and Zuckerman and I. Um, Joe, this has been great. I appreciate it. The whole it. journey has been fantastic. The The resulting birthday gift could uh, exceeded expectations. Seinfeld has lost his mind over it. <laughs> I wrote it. I lost my mind. I'm ready to jump Paul's in. Paul's got to lose his mind. For number two. Yep. 
Um, he'll be uh, he'll he'll be handling all the cases that result from the accidents <laughs> when I take this on the four hundred five one day because I know it can keep up with. The <laughs> <topic>. <laughs> you split lanes. You guys have to check out Joe Ravello's uh, shop. It's www.tacominibikes.com and check these things out. Um, they're really uh, much better than they were back in the 60s. This is a new thing. Thanks, guys. And I approve. And now, Zuckerman, we have to pay Joe. And we got to get him out of here. We owe him for it. We're going to give him the money right here. I know. You said seven, studio. You said seven <laughs> times. Bring your money. I said, Bring your you money. I'm going to Welsh on you. We got to pay Joe. When we return, my friends, we will be on the phone with Steve Torrance, drag racer, who's nominated for Best Driver of the Year at the 2019 SBs. We'll be right back. Think of all the weird things you find in cars. You know what I find in the cars I share with Zuckerman? Weird uh, green teas and lots of Mentos. Um, and I'm not just talking about those things. I'm also talking about live snakes. It happens. Bizarre trinkets, the kind of stuff that just makes you wonder about folks. The way I wonder about Zuckerman. Another thing that will make you wonder, but in a good way, are Continental Belts. Bet you didn't know they're OE and tens of millions of Chrysler Dodge and Ford GM vehicles that roll off the assembly line. They're also OE on the majority of BMWs and BWs. Now Continental is launching the aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree. It's their OE technology series. Belts that are fanatically engineered for perfect fit, form, and function. And Continental has the OE Technology Series Multi-V Belt for 98% of vehicles on the road in U.S. and Canada. Think about that, folks. 98%. Hey, you get enough surprises working on cars and trucks. A belt shouldn't be one of them. Go with Continental OE Technology Series Multi-V Belts. The belt with the OE pedigree. To get the full story, visit OETechnologySeries.com. You're listening to Spike's Car Radio. All right, we're back in Zuckerman. Hey, look at this new sponsor. We've got uh, Valvoline coming on Spike's Car Radio. Nice, founded in nineteen twenty-four. <laughs> How do you know that off the top of your know. head? I made it up. They're the only motor oil with a dedicated engine lab where they're able to run specialized engine tests, standardized engine tests, right in their own facility. This allows scientists more freedom and flexibility to innovate. I love the sponsors. Supporting Spike's Car Radio. I yes. know it must be a drag maybe at home because you're, we're having more commercials, but we're trying to give you more show. We're going to have uh, Steve Torrance on in a moment. If you've noticed, the shows are getting a little longer. And that's to, to make sure that you're taken care of because uh, the folks at Valvoline also want you to be happy. They just want you to use their oil. They reach out to us from Covington, Kentucky. All Valvoline oils exceed industry standards to provide the ultimate protection for every engine on the road. And you're right, since its founding over 150 years ago, Zuckerman. Valvoline, welcome to Spike's Car Radio. We love you like we love all of our sponsors. Uh, welcome to the fun. All right, on the phone with us right now, Zuckerman, uh, is a guy, is a driver who's been nominated as uh, one of the best drivers of 20. 19 for the SB Awards, which are coming up Wednesday, July 10th. We have Steve Torrance on. Steve, are you there? I am here, guys. I'm here and ready to go. What's up? <laughs> I love it. You know, you're the first drag racer to ever be on Spike's Car Radio. Well, how about that crap, man? Isn't that pretty good? <laughs> I'm a special guy hanging out with you guys. <laughs> Zuckerman, 36 career wins. 54 career final rounds. This guy regularly travels at over 333 miles an hour in a straight line. These, at, are, these are the big ones. These. At rest, his heart rate is 20 <laughs> per minute. <laughs> Steve, you know, this is mostly a uh, Porsche podcast hosted by a comedy writer and a lawyer. So uh, just fill, fill us and everyone listening in on exactly uh, what, what class you race and what you're racing here in these drag races. Well, first and foremost, I'm a Porsche guy myself. Yes, I have uh, two GT2 RSs. Oh, I have wow. the 10 model and then the 19 oh, model. Oh, so. <laughs> You know, this man knows a connoisseur. Yes. So you like that car because it's just stupidly fast, right? It is. And so uh, <laughs> the one that we get, my dad and I both have one from 2010. What a car. And the engineer signed them. And, you know, they call those things the beast. Yes. And, Oh, uh, underneath the hood, we've got that we've got the signature from the engineer, and and wow. uh, pretty neat, pretty special. Was able to go down to West Palm and pick those things up and spend a day on the track with them, and 
I'll tell you what, man, it, it definitely makes you realize why you're a drag racer when you start making laps in one of those things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. So, it, it, it is you you know, a lot of guys, and I've talked to a lot of racers before, they prefer something a little normal on the street, not something as extreme as a race car, but you're you're not that way. Well, to be honest with you, I don't get to drive the thing a whole lot. I drive a uh I drive a dead gum either a one ton dually or a Ford Raptor most of the time. But so, I love Raptors. So to, yes. to go back and answer your question, I am a top fuel dragster driver. I we we continually and, and, and weekendly run over three hundred and twenty five, three hundred and thirty miles per hour in a thousand feet. We don't race a quarter of a mile in top fuel or funny car anymore. Because of some of the tracks that we go to, the racing surface is not long enough to slow down and stop the wow. cars safely. So we shortened the distance considerably, three hundred and twenty feet. Yeah, and you know, you know, Zuckerman, you know, we we just had the founder of Taco Mini Bikes on, and when I think of the '60s and early '70s, I think right. of drag racing, right? When and you were a kid, cars, and, yeah. and the, so the wide world of sports on Sunday, it's the only thing I would wait for on that show was the drag racing. It was exciting, yes. Yeah, and, and how much has it changed since then? Like, you know, has it gotten safer? Has it gotten more extreme since the '60s and '70s? Well, it's definitely gotten quicker and faster. So, yeah, I mean, it, it is a lot safer. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you are still going 330 miles an hour, and we're not designed to, to do that. <laughs> As <But> humans? <laughs> it, it, it's, it's a lot safer than what you would think. I mean, first and foremost, there's only two of us. We're both going the same direction, and nobody has a cell phone. So it's a lot safer than driving down the highway by any means. That's right. Head and uh, we, wear, we wear 20-layer Nomex fire, fire suits, uh, all, all either SFI or FI-rated rate, uh, safety apparel. And so I would much rather have a wreck in one of these than I would going down the highway uh, in, in a, you know, just a passenger car. So... I've I've had I've had a pretty bad wreck. I hit the wall going 330, uh, really 327, I think, and was still able to win that round on a hole shot uh, a couple years ago. So <laughs> how did you feel after that? About though. an hour later. Yeah, my, so my wife got a concussion uh, at an accident at 15 miles an hour in a Prius. And you're saying you just hit a wall, <laughs> and an three... hour later you you were back in the car. <laughs> yeah, we pulled the other car, so we won that round. We pulled the the spare car down, got it out, got it ready to go, and and went back up there and raced again. I think that you know you're still in shock when yeah. that happens. So everything seems like a good idea, and after the fact, it probably wasn't. But I mean, it it was kind of like. You know, I got a little little bit of cowboy heritage, and you gotta it, you can't get off that horse and and get bucked off and not get back on. You gotta keep you gotta go, turn right around and get back on him. Wow! How did you get into this? How old were you when you started doing this? I've been drag racing since I was 15 years old, and I'm 36 now. So, two thirds of my life, I've been driving a race car. Wow! How do you get into drag racing at 15? I missed that, Zuckerman. When you were 15, did you get that, no. that, that <laughs> calling? Let's get into drag racing. I guess you follow your father into it. My father smoked. I picked up cigarettes. I, I had a, 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 <laughs> me too, exactly. Winston's. I had a, is, there, is there a drag racing track in New Hampshire in Seekonk? Is, is, uh, I thought I remembered hearing about that. But how did, so, you, get, how did you get into it? So I, just like what you said, my dad drag raced as I was growing up no and we did there it as go. a family. And then it was just a natural progression. I mean, we, I raced motocross before before I drag raced, mm -hmm. and my dad did that with me. And and um, as I got old enough to drive and and warm the car up at the at the races, and you know, just kind of helped work on them. Well, then I really showed some interest in wanting to drive and had an opportunity to to race with him. And so that's really what got the ball rolling as far as me wanting to be a drag racer and. It's probably the worst thing you could ever do because I don't know anything that's more addicting. Yeah, right. <laughs> I would imagine so. It's addicting to watch. <clears throat> you have uh, – now, again, I apologize. I don't know much about drag racing. It, what Your season, I'm guessing, is like a traditional racing season in, in that it starts in spring and maybe ends toward the end of summer? No, we have, we have a much different season. We start the second <laughs> week of February. And we go to the second or third week of November. 
That's we have a very, season. very short off season. And how many races in a season? 24 races in a season. Um, more often than not, it'll be a race every other weekend. And then throughout the summer months, like right now, we just come off a four race swing. Um, we'll do eight races in 10 weeks. Wow. So, and Zuckerman, so, listen, listen to this. He's won six out of 12 of the first races of the 2019 season. How long did it take for you to get this good? <laughs> You're in 20 years now. So He's how- won a full 50% of them. Right. So wait, was it always this way? Or do you have to build no, up to this? No, we started We started this race team in 2000, the end of 11, and, and really campaigned full-time in 2012. It, you know, the success goes back to the race team because anything, any any team sport that you do – if if your vehicle or your bike or whatever it is is not prepared absolutely the best every time and especially in drag racing where we take at top fuel we take the motor apart every lap wow. it goes to a block and a crank it gets a new set of rods and pistons in it <clears> a different set of cylinder heads a different supercharger every time it goes down the racetrack so any little mishap any error that those 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 guys make putting that engine back together that's going to change the way that the the crew chief tunes the car for the next round and so if if everything's not exactly the same and and that engine behaves exactly like it's supposed to then the car's not going to run the same and we have to try to finesse and and manage eleven thousand horsepower and apply that power to the track without losing traction and now is it true that you use zambuca for fuel <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Alcohol. Alcohol. Can you imagine, no, Zuckerman, that... Sir, we use nitromethane. Mmm. <laughs> mm. Delicious. If I put that in my GT2 RS, what would happen? <laughs> Nothing. Every rod in it would come out. <laughs> really? It would yeah. just explode. Can you, so, Zuckerman, why is it taking so long to get our engine rebuilt? And he's rebuilding his between races. What do you do with the leftover parts? <laughs> <laughs> so... We'll pull the rods out. Uh, not every one of them are bad. That it's not that they go in the trash. Mm-hmm. But what will happen is they'll actually compress. They'll uh-huh. get shorter. Wow! Because of the amount of fuel that we're burning, we'll burn about fourteen gallons of fuel in a run, and it's uh, it's wow. burning it, burning it very very quickly. And you're pu- we run about sixty eight to seventy two pounds of boost. Wow! So. You're forcing that in there and basically hydraulicing it to get it to fire. We have two spark plugs in every cylinder, two 44-amp mags to to fire it, a 106-gallon-per-minute fuel pump. I mean, we're really po- – the more air, the more fuel you can get, the more you can burn. Wow. All right. So as, uh, approximate the zero to 60 for us here. Are we talking well, like spaceship – Less than a second. <laughs> Hold on, I, I'm I'm about to blow your guys' mind. So we uh, we go sixty feet in point eight seconds. Come on, <laughs> and we will be traveling over one hundred miles an hour in sixty feet. Wow. Oh man. All right. The so uh, on the G meter, it'll pull three point three to three point five Gs. Oh, at, oh. At step of the throttle. Wow. At 330 feet into the run, about 2.1 seconds into the run, it'll pull almost 6 Gs. Oh. What what does your brain feel like after a run? <laughs> Much. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you have to train like a fighter pilot for that? Those are serious Gs. Like, do no, you have to clench the thighs and push the blood in your head? And It's not sustained, so you don't really have the effects that they do like in a fighter jet where they're, you know, banking turns and Mm -hmm. and getting upwards of seven, eight, nine Gs, but it's, uh, it definitely is hard as crap on your body by the end of the weekend. You feel like you've been in the, in a cage with a UFC fighter. So really, so what would the zero to 60 be? I know that you don't use those terms, but what would you guess? Well, he just said it. 0.8 seconds. 0.4. 0.4. Right. You're saying. Yes, sir. Point four, Zuckerman. I've been thinking about this a lot because I wonder, as I see these zero to 60 times in production cars get faster and faster, at what point does your brain just turn a cream corn, right? And he's saying he's doing a point four. This race is over. (laughs) This race is over in seconds. Wow. So a couple of years ago in Sonoma, we set the national record. And that was 3.67 seconds at 325 miles an hour. We 
we our our eighth mile time, 660 feet, was 2.93 seconds, and I was running 292 miles per hour. Are you really aware of what's happening? <laughs> at, at, is, is it so automatic, or, are you, or is how is this work? How is your mind working this fast? <clears throat> I, I literally probably have thousands of, or maybe not thousands, but hundreds, and, and probably a couple thousand runs in a top fuel car. Wow, and so everything is is slow. It, it happens. I mean, it's no different than you guys making a, a couple laps around the track. You can you can describe. I can make a a ten minute speech on a three second run wow. in a top fuel car of what I experienced, what <clears throat> I felt, what happened here, and and how the car just everything slows down. So, mom, after making those those laps, your mind processes everything a lot quicker yeah well you know just to give you folks listening an idea of how good steve is you 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 can tell how good he is um he's been nominated for best driver uh in the espies the 2019 espies that are coming up july 10th listen to who he's been nominated with lewis hamilton (laughs) from formula one scott dixon our buddy from indy and kyle bush from nascar and Steve Torrance. Look amazing. at that. Amazing. It's, it's amazing. By the way, Zuckerman, Kyle Busch, I believe, drives the peanut M&M car. And uh, weren't, Will, weren't we going to have Kyle come on the show? He did not. We want, we, we, we're tired of these deformed peanut M&Ms, Steve, so we wanted Kyle to come <laughs> on. He didn't come on, but you did. And now you can go and vote for Steve for uh, Best Driver on the nhra.com website i believe it's also we can vote for you let's see i'm pulling it up right now ah here it is uh at espn.com sb voting you want to go there and you want to click on and i'm going to do it right now steve torrance not only because he is the best driver of the year but because he's on our show He's not only that, he has two GT2 RSs. That's right. <laughs> That's and the reason why. He, this is a guy who's truly faster than a speeding bullet, not fucking Superman. <laughs> yeah, and Steve that's... Torrance is faster than a speeding bullet. <laughs> well, Steve, thank you so much for calling into the show. I know you're uh, you're busy, but um, next time you're in L.A., come into the studio here so Love you can that. teach us a little more about drag racing. You've, you've peaked, you've peaked our interest be, here. And we'll, we're going to be in town... Uh, Somewhere around the the tenth of July for the ESPY. So, oh, we'll terrific! Stay in touch with you guys. Yes, sir. Well, good luck out there and continued success. That's Steve Torrance, everybody. Um, Zuckerman, before we go, what do you have to promote? Do you have anything you want to say? No, I'm just impressed. That was fun. It was a fun yeah. show today. We I feel like we went back. We had a nice uh, nice visit with the '60s, That's the 1960s. Right. We've bought many bikes. We've talked about drag racing. These bikes, car radio hats are, are in production. We have a lovely summer here about to start. Get in your cars, drive them hard and fast, and enjoy yourselves. And, well, we'll see you next week on Spikes Car Radio. Quick before we go, 60 seconds. That's exactly how long this commercial lasts. You know what else you can do in about a minute? Get an offer with your car from True Car. That's right. In the amount of time it takes to floss your teeth, pet your dog, do a few sit-ups, just listen to my voice, you can get a True Cash offer. Best of all, you can do it from your smartphone or at home. Just go to True Car and simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car's details pop up. Answer a few questions and you'll get an accurate True Cash offer from local True Car certified dealer. It's that easy. After that, you can bring your car in and they'll check it out with you together, the two of you. You can even hug if you want. You can ask questions, get the answers you need so there's no surprises, and simply leave your check or trade in your car for a new ride. So when you're ready to experience a new, better way to sell or trade in your car, check out TrueCar today. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio. Download new episodes every Wednesday on the Podcast One app or subscribe now at Apple Podcasts or PodcastOne.com. Prepare to get stunned. The Steve Austin Show is back and better than ever. And I've been kicking his ass, kicked out of the pile driver. you, it's time to go home. With new exciting episodes featuring tales from his new life, unbelievable past interviews, and talks to pro wrestling pals, you name it, Steve's on it. You're a hell of a damn wrestler. Download new episodes of The Steve Austin Show every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One.